Hello, friends. Let the Monday morning ruckus begin. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. Apologies for being a bit late on the day. We were trying to figure out why we were having the issues with the sync. And I may have some still mouth and sound sync going on. But we're having some technical issues in the new setup. And we're just sort of rolling with it as we can. And so for right now, a little less processing power. So we have the gray wall background. We'll do something about that coming up real soon. In the meantime, welcome to Things You Might Have Heard. This is going to be for today. I'll present for you the weekend's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture. We want to be your go-to source for supplemental information. We have some mainstream stuff. We have a lot of mainstream stuff today dealing with uh, both of the big issues in Dallas or in Texas, uh, the shooting and the uh, the car thing, even though, oddly enough, there was more than that going on in Texas this weekend. Uh, but we're going to give you 10 stories today that were tops because you said they were tops. Now, they were from the top 30 stories of the full weekend, over 91. 92 stories, I believe, is what we pulled from the weekend stories. A big batch when we're glad to be back on that sort of trend. And you guys vetted these as good. So we took the top 30, picked 10 of them, and the Nerd Tariff will start in just a moment. Remember, you can find out more about what we do at our website. This is a conversationproject.com, and we'll talk more about that coming up. But I want to remind you that we have a lot of great stuff to get to. So let's go ahead and work on getting to that as quickly as possible. Remember, today's show is for Monday, May 8th, 2023. Let's get into the first headline for this morning, and it is this one right here. Texas mall shooting witness saw bodies exact toll unclear. This was the first posting we had on this. We actually had uh, two postings on this one. We took the top one because this is the first one that just came out there. And what we know now is that eight people died. Seven people were wounded, including a police officer and a mall security guard. The gunman was killed by a police officer who happened to be there because he got a call for some other disturbance and was there to respond to the scene as it went down. Um, this was um, essentially of 155 days, 160 uh, mass shootings or something like that. We have had more mass shootings than days in this year. It is the truth it is what's happening by numbers. And it's becoming a bit of a issue. At least you would think it become a bit of an issue, but we're not finding ways to get things done um, in this issue. Uh, more to come on this story as we get more about the, the details. We're finding out more about the guy. He had some right-wing conspiracy thoughts in his Facebook stuff, although people called him a quiet guy who never really said much about it in the community. But we'll get to know more about him, unfortunately, uh, from um, the actions going forward. The second big story out of Texas, seven dead after car runs into pedestrians in Brownville, Texas, alleged driver arrested. They arrested a man who drove into a bus stop uh, that was basically housing um, migrants who were waiting for today for the release of Title 42 so they can come to the states and you know get their asylum. That's why they're all crowding around uh, in the states hoping to get asylum as of today. Uh, the passenger or the, the driver taken into custody pretty quickly not cooperating at all. Um, we're going to find out more about him, I guess, when he decides to talk or as they dig deeper into his background going forward. Now, more of the supplemental stuff that we come here for, not just the main stuff, although we'd like to make sure you're down with the main stuff because sometimes some people don't know these things as well. Let's go to things that make more or less sense, if you will. That makes sense. 
in the thought process theory. Arizona Senator Kristen Sinema vows to never join the Republican Party. Over the weekend, uh, Kristen Sinema gave some interviews and talked about where she stands in her politics. Remember, she was once a Democrat. Um, all, actually, she started off as a third-party person, turned to a Democrat to basically make it into politics, make it work, and then decided over the last year to register as independent. Why? Because independents and Republicans do much better in Arizona than Democrats do. Her being a Democrat is sort of a albatross around her neck in her vein for for re-election. Now, what she's saying is she's not going full Republican, even though she sorts of leans that way in some times. Uh, but, but because she's still caucus with the Democrats and because of the majority that was taken over 51 to 49, it is a majority, uh, they still have power as the Democrats over the Senate. In the meantime, they can't get a vote on anything because it's the Senate. Uh, what she's saying uh, in, in her talks right now is that she is basically doing her best for her folks in Arizona, the things she wants to do. And right now, aligning herself as a Democrat doesn't really fit her values and the values of the Arizona people. And the Republican Party in Arizona might be a little crazy, so going that route is not exactly the best way. She believes she can keep her political career and stay as a senator by staying independent. We'll see how that rolls when election time comes down. Next story. Miami Valley comedy Call Me Cat canceled after f three seasons at Fox. Uh, the Fox announced this weekend that Call Me Cat, which is an adaptation of the British sitcom Miranda, is being canceled for three seasons. Now, while the death of Leslie Jordan did affect the show, a major character, a major part of the storyline for this third season, dying in the middle of the season, they addressed it and kind of moved on as best as possible. Uh, but doing their best to give their love and give a honorarium to Mr. Jordan. His death and change in the show on that end essentially was not a part of the actual change. Essentially, uh, ratings weren't as good as they needed to be. Maya Bialik has her focus uh, split between this show and her Jeopardy work. And there's probably something coming down the pipeline that's a little bit cheaper and maybe get a few quick pops and we'll see how it goes from there. So Call Me Cat, if you're a fan, going to be done after this season. The next story is this one. Usher Urshers, Urshers argues with Chris Brown before being jumped by his crew. We're not going to really go into this one. This was posted as we pulled it from Metro, uh, the British tabloid, about Usher and Chris Brown going back and forth before a big old fight, before a big old concert. Guess what? Apparently it didn't happen. All fake, all lies. Usher says this did not happen. Chris Brown could not be found to say that this thing happened. So all fake, all lies. I want to remind you, this was the top story of the weekend. We posted this uh, early Friday, middle Friday or so. And this story outlasted the entire weekend worth of stories for your engagement. So everybody wanted this to happen. But apparently it didn't quite happen the way Metro wrote it. Meanwhile, Howard Stern is upset that black NBA players ignore him while courtside. Howard Stern actually used to sit courtside a lot, and it was a big deal in New York radio uh, back in the days when Patrick Ewing was playing on the Knicks. That's been a long time ago, but he spoke on a Sirius XM radio program with his co-host Robin Quivers, going on a rant about how the black NBA players just ignore him as just some white guy sitting on the courtside seats. Why? Because he's just some white guy sitting on the courtside seat. Um, he's there next to guys like Tracy Morgan and Chris Rock, and they get all the love and attention, but he doesn't. 
Robert Stern apparently doesn't realize that he is 70 years old. The average age of an NBA player is around 26, 27, and he hasn't been relevant in mainstream media, at least the wide broadcast media of radio, in 20 years. He's been on Sirius XM radio for 20 years, long enough that none of these players know, knew about him at all in his regular stints on the radio. And they're probably not listening to his channel on Sirius XM. It just is what it is. Let's go to a bit more weirdness, if you will. A very long, very detailed, very interesting uh, write-up in the New York Times about Elizabeth Holmes talks about Liz, if you will. The writer, this dug in the middle of a writing that she was writing two stories about two people. Elizabeth Holmes, of course, the rock star inventor and the runner of things and runner of money for folks of Theranos. And Liz, a mom, volunteers as a rape crisis hotline. Now, the main point of this story, which I'm not sure why someone wrote this story, was the fact that Elizabeth Holmes is now basically getting her legacy whitewashed as she is basically pushing to not go to jail because she's a pretty white woman, even though she stole a lot of money and ruined a lot of people's lives and made up a test that was a lie and basically uh, forced a guy who was supposedly her mentor uh, into a big enough depression that he killed himself. Now, those are words that I'm saying because all those things kind of happened. But Olivia Holmes is now talking uh, without the deep voice that she was doing while she was trying to be a big time star and talking in a sweet, kind of innocent, you know, white chick voice. We shall see how this goes, what's going to happen. She is set for a 10-year sentence, I believe, uh, 11-year sentence, something like that. It just hadn't started yet because of, you know, she keeps getting pregnant, I guess. I don't know. But apparently, you know, there are times in our life where the people who deserve to get their up-and-comings don't get their up-and-comings, which is why people believe, and I do believe, the whole system is essentially rigged because it is was not quite rigged is Bronny James. Uh, he's committed to USC to play college basketball. So he's not good enough to go straight from high school to the pros. Nobody basically is these days. They're not going to have that happen for a long time. But Bronny James apparently does have plenty of talent being the son of LeBron James, being LeBron, Eugene James Jr., whatever his middle name is. I think something that might, I don't think it's Eugene, but he's basically LeBron Jr. And he's going to play college in, at USC. We're going to see how many years he gets there. He's probably good enough to be a one and done. LeBron James has said all along that he wants to play basketball with his son. He wants to play professional ball with his son. Uh, uh, he was born when LeBron was about 19 or so. And so the age is not a really big factor. LeBron James still not maybe in his prime, Don Lemon may say, but still producing at a pretty high level at, at his age right now, even though he has a lot of wear and tear from going to the pros fairly early. Will Bronny and LeBron play on the same team? Will the Lakers draft Bronny to keep LeBron? Will LeBron get some deal someplace else and go to, I don't know, Toronto to play with Bronny? We shall see. Well, first, we have to see how well Bronny takes up his competition in college as opposed to his high school competition right now. Let's stick with sports. And another story that was a big one over the weekend. It took a long time. It's amazing how long they spend at the Kentucky Derby just watching people in big hats and, you know, getting drunk. But it took a while to get to this race, and it actually took a while, a lot of drama to get the race done. Seven horses scratched or died, 
a combination of the two, uh, before the race happened for the Kentucky Derby. The winner is a horse named Mage. He will get a chance to go for the Triple Crown now. Mage, not necessarily a, a front runner to win in the first place, but with uh, some of the other horses out of contention, the ones that were expected to do well, it became a better race for the ones that were already expected to be there. Mage gets that win, and we will see what happens as he comes through. Um, he finished uh, also in the thing. Um, well, he's finished fourth in a grade two fountain of youth uh, run and second in the grade one Florida Derby. So he's not a bad horse. He just wasn't expected to necessarily take the win. And we weren't expecting, you know, seven horses to drop out between the week of the actual event that happened as well. And finally, a bit of levity. You need to go to see the link for this story. A theater play Transformers 7 and the Little Mermaid trailers at the same time. And it, it's perfect. Check out the link as well, some person in the theater doing what you're not supposed to be doing. So we do not condone his actions, but the outcome is glorious. Recording the movie trailers, recording stuff in the theater and watching as the Transformers 7 and Little Mermaid theater tra trailers were imposed over each other. Actually, the Transformer trailers showed more of it while the light part showed the Little Mermaid stuff and the sound was Little Mermaid uh, soundtrack in the background. So you heard um, Ariel singing about being a part of your world while Transformers were roaming around on the screen. One guy comments, this looks like the best movie ever and I would say while I am not looking forward Transformers 7 haven't seen any any of them as in their entirety and Little Mermaid is basically a movie I'm going to see with the kid although she's saying she's a little, little old the Little Mermaid if these two things were to merge like Voltron pun intended and become the movie that they are if they played the two movies on top of each other I'd pay the money to see it three times I don't care how bad it would be it would be that sort of awesome let's go to our teaser story for the morning and this is going to be the story we could talk about tomorrow if you deem this one a good story this is where we chat about how the whole vetting of the stories works right here what we do is every 50 minutes or so we post a new story in our feeds on facebook and twitter those feeds are facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation when you see a story in those feeds engage in them that's what we talk about engagement, liking, loving, hating, sharing. Uh, the more engagement it gets, the better chance we have to talk about it because it will be in the range of stories. For this Monday, we go through 30 stories for the whole weekend, three days plus a couple hours. For tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we have less time. We'll go through the top 15 stories and pick eight stories to present to you for the rest of the week. We presented uh, in that range the top story of the week, which or the weekend, just say, which was the Usher story, which was a lie, but we did it anyway. Today, we'll see what happens with the stories like this one. Happy day, Scott Bayo announces he's leaving California due to the homeless crisis and crime. Scott Bayo on the Fox News channel, and this is a Fox News story um, because he's big on Fox News, uh, big conservative um, pundit, if you will, is saying that California is a place to now the place to leave. Now, the big influx or rush of people to leave California, people went to Texas for whatever reasons, thinking, you know, it's Texas and it's all great and whatever. And now the but they're going to like the liberal spaces like, you know, Austin. If you will, Scott Bale saying he's leaving California because there's just way too much going on with the homelessness and crime and crisis and things going on. That California is not a safe place to be, not a place to be a good citizen and moving on. You can have your opinions on Scott for the positive or the negative. We want you to.
to give us your positive and negative opinions. We'll chat them up, but you have to engage in the story. Follow it on our feeds. And as you engage in the story, if it's in top 15, it's a good chance I'll see it and I will put it into the headlines to talk about for tomorrow morning as the latest in yesterday's news. Now, let's talk a quick moment about keeping us on the air and making sure things work. We want to talk today about hostage tape. You can go to our website, This is a Conversation Project. Dot com and click on the sponsorships page and click on many of our sponsors that we have for our big main sponsors, uh, our title sponsors, if you will, for the show. Today's title sponsor is Hostage Tape. And people laugh, people guffaw, people giggle, but people, when they try it, they figure out that the strongest, most comfortable mouth tape on the planet is the thing that can save their lives, literally. Breathing through your nose is the proper way to breathe. It's something that I've been doing poorly for most of my life and extremely poorly as I work in my radio stuff. Sometimes I get the the, the, the burps, I get the, the, the belly stuff. I get bubbles because while you're talking, I'm not breathing properly. I'm sucking in air as I'm going through and that makes it worse. It's really bad when I'm exercising because I tend to mouth breathe as well. Snoring is where this thing was brought up for. You put some of this hostage tape over your mouth while you're sleeping. It keeps your mouth closed. And so it forces you to breathe through your nose and not snore. It forces you when you're working out to breathe through your nose and get more maximum effective oxygen. I can't wear it while I'm doing these podcasts because then I couldn't talk. I can't talk through my nose. But it does help out in your breathing on a regular basis. Check out Hostage Tape and see for yourself that it is the bomb. Go to this is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape. This is a conversation project.com slash hostage tape. Yes, it's called hostage tape. It kind of sounds kind of funny. And no, I'm not trying to um, kidnap my wife. It is a real product. People love it. You'll see the reviews and see what's going on. And you will fall in love, oddly enough, with something called hostage tape. Let's go and talk about us again. And we're talking about us in the fact of the conversation project. Found at this is a conversation project.com oddly enough, uh, because there already is a media site called The Conversation Project, so we couldn't take their their name specifically. But we are also a Conversation Project, if not the Conversation Project. And what you see at The Conversation Project is news stories, news stories that we talk about because we want to have the best conversation with you guys about the news and let you know about things that you may not, not have heard. We're going to have the fun stuff happening in a moment, which is part of what happens here. If you think we're doing great with The Conversation Project, as you stop by for uh, this podcast, video cast here, things you might have heard, also of the weekend wrap-up and things we have, the You're Welcome podcast, Check us out at our website. Go to our partnerships page and see if there's ways that you might want to help us out together, getting us, you know, helping us directly uh, fund the effort to make things work and maybe uh, just kind of hooking up with things going on. The best thing you can always do is sharing the podcast, sharing the videos, sharing the works, sharing the newsletter, sharing everything we're doing so more people join. But if you want to uh, help us out with the financials, we will, trust me, not back away from that. Check us out at The Conversation Project. This is The Conversation Project. Dot com. Let's have some fun right now. Going on to birthdays for May 8th. Starting off with the coach, Bill Cower, who is doing analysts, this, this, this stuff on CBS uh, uh, television for football in the real football season, not the UFSL or the ABCL or the XBCLs. Bill Cower, former coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and is 66 years old on the day. Melissa Gilbert, you may remember her from Little House on the Prairie. And if you're a millennial, you may not have any idea who she is. She, the last thing she did that was really big relevant, 
to you was being the president of the Actors Guild, Screen Actors Guild, 59 years old on the day. Look up Little House on the Prairie. It's a big deal. Trust me. And Stephen Amell, which I thought was Arnell, it's Amell, the star of Arrow and other great uh, shows and movies, is 42 years old on this date. Moving on to today in history, things that uh, happened on this day. Famous stuff that you probably have forgotten because chances are you're not as great as history as you think. Americans apparently aren't. But on this day in 1886, pharmacist John Stith Pemberman invented a carbonated beverage that would later be called Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola born on this day in 1886. Hard to believe Coca-Cola has been long for that long, but yes, 200 years or 100 years plus of Coca-Cola. I did the, the math. 18 to 19. It's not 2086 quite yet. In 1977, county commissioners in Parker County voted Buck Naked Texas out of existence. They decided that Buck Naked's roadsides caused too many misunderstandings. Residents had chosen the name out of a joke. Uh, this is a prayer um, honorarium to my friend Buck Naked, uh, Joe Evers out there, who we always honor on, on the Ides of March because that's his birthday. And when Buck Naked County, Texas, Buck Naked Texas comes into onto the list, he gets an extra shout out today. And on this day in 2000 or 1989, a 23-year-old University of Kansas student died from injuries suffered from a soft drink machine when it fell on him. He had rocked the machine after it took his money but didn't release the drink. Now, sidebar here, uh, one of the, the biggest you know things that I remember about being um, a, a teenager uh, living overseas in Germany in the uh, late 80s, uh, because it was a whole different time, a whole different Germany, if you will, was the bad commercials we had. My dad was stationed in Germany, so we lived there, and we got American television, which was uh, package stuff that would, they had the rights to. It was basically everything that was, you know, three to eight months old. We had General Hospital, but it was about six months behind going forward with that one. Uh, but what they had, because they couldn't play commercials because it was not commercial TV, was a whole lot of really, really bad infomercials. And one of them was uh, a vending machine playing We Will Rock You. And then, you know, at the end, in the end, the vending machine is rocking back and forth. It falls over. And words say something like you could die because of rocking vending machines, things like that. Also had a, a, a GI doing rapping, the energy rapper saying, turn your lights off. And of course, the best one of all, a no, you can't mail explosives. Go to YouTube, look those up. Trust me, you will not regret that. And finally, oh, not quite finally. No, one more extra thing slipping in for a... Um, Slipping in for a history lesson is Victory in Europe Day, VE Day. It's a day, May the 8th. This is something that we Americans bad at history probably don't remember, but there was a VE Day and a VJ Day, uh, two days of celebration for the victory in World War II, victory in Europe when we declared that we were done over there. And then over in Japan, were because the Japanese, all being a very smaller nation, a bit more tenacious and weren't giving up quite as easy as the Europeans today. We celebrate Victory in Europe Day, or we can. Most people probably won't think about it except in lists like this for today. Now, the finally. The one more thing you might have heard for today is this. Here's something you can sink your teeth into. Chewing, whether it's gum, sunflower seeds, or mouth guard, improves your reaction time and alertness and could take your athletic performance to the next level. A team of Japanese researchers asked 17 people to watch a video screen and react to visual cues by pressing handheld triggers. Each person completed the experiment multiple times, sometimes while chewing gum and other times empty mouth. 
the results. Chomping on gum improved participants' reaction time by 7%. So you see people out there um, out there reacting to things. You see somebody playing playing ball, chewing gum, uh, doing things, just doing workouts and just sort of gnawing on stuff. The sunflower seeds uh, for baseball players, things like that. May be a thing. It might be a thing. As you see from this science, 7% of people in this survey, 7% of people in this, in this experiment found the reaction time a bit better. So think about that as you chew on your seeds or your erasers or your fingers, whatever it is you tend to chewing on during the day. In the meantime, let's wrap up for today. Today has been Monday, May 8th, 2023, at least as we're recording this. Maybe you're watching this on tomorrow. Maybe you're a time traveler in the past. I don't know. But for this edition of Things You Might Have Heard, we are glad to have you with us to enjoy what we have. Now, if you really did enjoy what we have, uh, you see the scroll at the bottom of the screen. Check out our partnerships page and help us out to see if you can keep things going. And you can also uh, just share what's going on. The big thing we want you to do is make sure you're at our, um, you're helping us out by doing what you can with our, you know, giving us work to do. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and you can give us the rundown. Tell us what we're talking about on the show for the next couple of days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to be exact. Uh, we look like we've got our, our issues done with our video or our, our issues. I guess we have internet issues when we're doing the green screen. So no more green screens. I've got to figure out what I'm going to do about this though. We'll come up with something pretty soon, I guess. In the meantime, thank you so much for being with us. Stay hydrated. Still not quite the coffee routine down yet. The stay limber and stay on task for all the grand things we need you around here to do. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. This has been Things You Might Have Heard. Thank you so much for joining us on the broadcast, whether the video or the audio or the newsletter. We appreciate you so, so, so much. <laughs>